0: All Very
1: pretty time. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of like it. What's that? No, my phone. Tells, I get my phone on on Sundays. It says yeah, St. Matthew's. It'll take you so many minutes. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, it tells me how many minutes it'll take me to get to the pool. And on Thursdays now, it tells me how many minutes to go from the yeah. Pool to pretty
2: gear. soon, I start arguing with you. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. That. You be going why
3: are you to going to Bible study, study today? Well, yeah. Yeah. Why'd you wear that? It doesn't look
0: very good. <laughs> it's not your best
3: watch. I want to go back. Briefing, what you're
1: wearing.
2: Well, I, it's all rooted in AI. It's a question we're going Yeah, that way,
1: yeah. So. no, it's, it, it is. But it just. I don't know.
2: Some of that is so useful, though. Mm It is. Like every good thing, you know, the technology is very useful until until it's used for something that's more highly destructive. Right. Like in medicine. Yeah. Somebody come, a 46 year old woman with these symptoms. What do you think of? You know, usually you think of the same things, right? But no, you're thinking about these. Yeah. You need to think about this, too. that was an interesting thing. I, I, I'm listening to uh, on, a, on a tangent here, I'm listening to a Gladwell book called Talking to Strangers. But he said that judges. Um, who make bail decisions, you know, they like to look at the thing and what they had a study that said a, a random computer assessing the backgrounds of the people up for bail made better decisions oh. than judges oh. who could see the people. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> oh, that's what you're Well, the, the, the point is, at what part of this book is kind of like, we think we understand people by facial expressions and look, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, 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 that you can't, you, there are certain situations where we do, but usually we don't.
1: Do you, do you also think judging by their looks, they can judge. Yeah. That, that could yeah. work and get pro. Yeah. I mean, if, if it was like me sitting there for a sentence, and somebody that was all tatted up sitting there for a sentence, right? They might go lead, more lenient on me. Up.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's interesting. What talking to strangers it goes to a lot of it goes through made off goes through. Um, uh,
1: you've made out for well,
2: all, all the things we're talking about people who lied and people didn't get it mm-hmm. how did not how did you not know for so long mm-hmm. that this was lying and he goes he goes through cases where people were innocent and thought to be guilty like I didn't I remember that um, Amanda Knox case
1: yes yeah that she yeah. and
2: you just look at and and it turns out the whole Making conviction. Honest. Was because the detective department there thought she looked and sounded guilty, even though it was literally no physical evidence to place her at the crime scene. So it was overturned eight years later because right. because somebody finally said, you know. And so he's oh, he's he's going see? through those kind. Of yeah. things. It's interesting but I'm listening to it, but it's I just yes. What's it called Talking to Strangers.
1: Yeah, so many it people are in jail that are, you know, yeah. are on death row. That, so, yeah, all right.
2: Innocent. But but we digress. Um, <laughs> we always
1: do. That oh, sounds interesting. <laughs> so
2: uh, let us pray. Blessed Lord who has caused all holy scriptures written for our learning. Grant you men such wise. Hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them. That by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast. The blessed hope of everlasting life. Which has given us our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hello everyone. Hi, Mimi, Griselda, Jim, Phyllis. Good to see you.
3: <laughs>
2: um, we're on Psalm 10, so you were with Father Hayden last week, mm-hmm. and th- that went well, I trust. Yes, he is, is, uh, it was
1: amazing.
2: It was. I always appreciate He's always. Uh,
1: the simultaneity—that the simultaneity was what kind of blew me away. Yeah. Well, and you both have different, <laughs> yeah, uh, teaching methods. Yeah. So it's really—it'd be great. Compliment. If, I mean, if you re, they you compliment it, yeah, yeah, each other. they really like do. If One yeah. week we studied the same song by you, and then yeah, I yeah, see, yeah, have we go, yeah. It would be.
3: No, I.
2: I, I, know, I, would I it
3: take us how many years? <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we really have really the know. time. I mean, let's just
1: <laughs> be involved, here. life
2: of prayer, or daily prayer. that's what we're doing. So,
1: yeah. one, one thing he did that I think my my vast opinion is he read the whole psalm. Did you listen to it, by any chance? I did. Okay, so he read the whole psalm because to me it's kind of good to see the the whole psalm as being I don't know more like a work of art or. Well, um, that makes um,
2: sense. We can start we can start well, uh, without any further ado, let's read solve ten. We'll come back talking about it. So uh solve ten uh, we, first. What's
0: that? We did
2: solve ten,
1: right? Didn't we have nine? Yeah we nine 10. and ten because we could get 9 But now we get bishops. Perspective. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, then yeah,
2: like oh, so, yeah, let's do huh. ten, <laughs> I think. Yeah, let's do ten. I thought I had yeah. um
1: we get oh. eleven; it's short. <laughs> they had separated nine and ten. Nine and ten used to be together. and yeah. Well, that that's right that's the,
2: that's the allegation of the, of 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 an ancient tradition, but yeah. it's all but the but the Hebrew tradition always has separate songs. So and I. So assigned, we said why they
1: were separate? Why they were. you together. assigned
2: 10, didn't you?
1: We mostly you did nine, 9, and then he like I did assigned ten.
2: nine, ten. Well, and then we did. It, we, we sorted
1: a ten just at the end. Yeah, I don't uh,
2: have very many, hardly any yeah. notes. For so, all right, we'll, 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 we'll be, I'm ready to do, I'm prepared to do 11 also, so we can okay. take it if that. Okay. So let's, rock, let's read Psalm, Psalm 10 through, okay. and we'll talk about that, since, okay. uh, and then we can go on from there, because they're interesting perspectives. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the Psalm, Psalm 10, verse 1. Why do you stand afar off, O Lord? Why do you hide in times of trouble? The wicked in his pride persecutes the poor. Let them be caught in the plots which they have devised. For the wicked boasts of his heart's desire. He blesses the greedy and renounces the Lord. The wicked in his proud countenance does not seek God. God is in none of his thoughts. His ways are always prospering. Your judgments are far above out of his sight. As for all his enemies, he sneers at them. He has said in his heart, I shall not be moved. I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue is trouble and iniquity. He sits in the lurking places of the village. In the secret places, he murders the innocent. His eyes are secretly fe- fixed on the helpless. He lies and waits secretly as a lion in his den. He lies in wait to catch the poor. He catches the poor when he draws him into his net. So he crouches, he lies low, that the helpless may fall by his strength. He has said in his heart, God is forgotten. He hides his faith he will never see. Arise, O Lord. O God, lift up your hand. Do not forget the humble. Why do the wicked renounce God? He has said in his heart, you will not require an account, but you have seen, for you observe trouble and grief to repay it by your hand. The helpless commits himself to you. You are a helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness until you find none. The Lord is King forever and ever. The nations have perished out of his hand out of his land. Lord you have heard the desire of the humble you will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear, to do justice to the fatherless and oppressed, that the man of the earth may oppress no more. So the beginning, the Psalm is clearly then divided into two two um, things. Um, what's What's the focus of the first part of the Psalm?
0: Almost a helplessness in a way that the evil what is
1: person keeps
2: getting away, with it, is getting
1: away with anything. Like yeah, that. he's getting away with it. God does not see.
2: And he's. Um, God is distant. But he also uh, yeah. recounts. So, right. what, what kinds of things? So, first of all, God's, it seems like God is standing afar off. Yes. Right? right. So, um, now, let, let's, let's take this then as a posture of our own prayer, because mm-hmm. these are psalms we pray. Mm-hmm. So these are, the, these are the words of our Lord. You know, this is our perspective. And we, in Christ, pray in this way. Um, seeing it that way, um, w- when in our Lord's life would these words fit?
1: Turn over be crucified.
2: Yeah, the garden. Yeah. When you have, you know, he sees all sorts of, you know, evil happening, mm-hmm. and God seems to stand far off.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, now, it's interesting there, what the, the contrast with Christmas coming up, one of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. which is, God, is with God, God with us. So here's the psalm, mm-hmm. why do you stand so far off? When all this is going on, mm-hmm. and now the perspective of the Messiah on whose lips this part of god 's answer to being afar off is the incarnation through which he is now with us mm-hmm. um, We can talk about what that means but so so god stand, seems to stand afar off okay. he hides in time of trouble mm-hmm. but he 's not really afar off well, but we can 't um when we're, when we're praying viscerally, and I think this is something that's important in our lives of prayer, because there's always this doctrinal propriety we feel to we need to default to. We know God's not not here.
1: Mm-hmm. But it feels like
2: We, yeah. so when you're... In him
1: we live and move and have
2: our being. So when you're praying and you have this a, a, a experience of life where you feel like God is far off, mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is language. I feel, you know, and, and to express the... Um, the, the emotional experience of one's life, this is what it looks and feels like right now. Hmm. God is far off, you're hiding, there's trouble. And then the wicked in his pride, there's persecution, the poor are getting nailed. Hmm. And this happens everywhere. I, I, don't, I really uh, um, don't even want to, I, I wanna make sure we don't do anything political here, but I don't care where you live, say in the Middle East, who gets nailed always? No poor. Those, who, those yeah, exactly. who can't build the compound. Exactly. Those who can't yeah. leave. Those who have to stay. Mm-hmm. Those who are, you know, um, and in quite apart place. from, I, I mean, because we'll default to, well, this, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not talking, forget about no. right, wrong, right. just the poor right. get
1: hammered. Right. Even in come. weather events, you know, because they're, they're always in the low-lying, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and yeah. so.
2: Um, yeah. it's like I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and just that, so you seem to hide and, and um the wicked persecutes I uh,
0: note on my word there look at that particular word. Um
2: so there 's nothing really thought, but anyway so um there 's just a way and, and and part of this is um Just the way the system works
3: mm-hmm.
2: when you have resources, you have access to justice to all kinds of things, to remedies to lawyers, when you don 't and so in in general, the way the world is tilts towards um, those who, who are who have possessions and power, and the people who who fall victim are those who don't. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, On the flip side, there's an awful lot of things our government does for
1: poor. Really I don't want to go there. Not going to go okay. there.
2: We're just talking about the existential experience of the world we live in. Mm-hmm. See, I, I think I, I don't, I'm not asking for a, I mean, I, I want you to stay in the existential experience mm-hmm. of your prayer. Mm-hmm. And if you can't in the prayer get to this, there's things that are not right about that quite apart from who is doing some things that are right, quite apart from how much better it is here than somewhere else. I just suspend that for your prayer. This is, this is a meditation on the way of the world that is pretty ubiquitous.
0: And, and being able to honestly say to God, yeah, I feel like you're a way off. Yeah, you feel like
2: you're flying way mm-hmm. off. And, yeah. and, and that's, and that's um, so, so this, it's a very important that um, we be able to lament for the inequity of the world in general. Um obviously, in our practical lives, we will advocate for, vote for, work for things that work for a more equitable or just thing. But we want to be careful in our lives of prayer of not, and this is where, where I think that, that there's still this quite apart from whether we think this person or that person will best, in an interim way, make something better. It still is from the perspective of the people of God, from our Lord on Good Friday, there's something about this that isn't right.
1: I think of um, Romans eight, where it says that the spirit groans, um, and how we are to we can enter into that groaning with the well, spirit. Well,
2: and one of the things about this that's really important is that, um, the longing for the coming of Christ, mm-hmm. The intensity of the longing for the coming of Christ directly relates to how comfortable we are in the world in an inverse way. Hmm. When, 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 When Christians are under siege and persecuted, come, Lord Jesus, save us. When we get comfortable, it's like, well... (laughs) <laughs> you know,
1: uh, yes, uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> I, yeah.
2: um, and I remember, kind of, I remember when I first came back to the church in, uh, you know, the eighties the and my, my dad was taking these Christian businessmen's breakfasts, oh, yes. and they, they were, they were, I didn't know at the time there was something called dispensationalism, but there was, and, and there is, and, and they had, these were good men. I, I didn't, I didn't dislike them. Uh, but they were, uh. But they'd always have this, um, the, the 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 fervor with which, you know, Jesus, you know, coming and the rapture and these things, and it's like, um, but there was a general sense in that sort of milieu, um, you, because you were businessmen, many of are were doing just fine, thank you, um, that yeah, this might happen, but none of us will mind if it takes a while, right. you know, we may be, like someone was saying... Uh, we may be in the seven years of the Great Tribulation, but let's hope not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas that that's hard and, and part of the thing that got me away from dispensation that, that kind of exposed I was never really into it, but kind of exposed it for me is just the awareness that 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 general impulse to, to think that when God comes is gonna be horrible and so we going we certainly wanna be escape it, but we don't really want it, that's very different than right. the New Testament. Uh, Come Lord Jesus, the desire for him to come and fulfill. And and, um, so because the longing, and and this is why in our, even in our prosperity, however we are doing in the world, it's why it's always a gift of God when we we learn our weakness and our dependency. And it's why the, the setbacks we have are opportunities to remember, oh yeah, this isn't. It, because the tendency, well, I mean, it comes right back from Deuteronomy, what God said to Israel before they went into the land. Uh, now remember uh, what I've done for you. Don't forget because unless you, when you go into the land, you're going to build houses, you're going to plant vineyards, you're going to you're going to say, okay, my my own arm done this for me. And you're going to forget God, mm-hmm. and and so. This is why, anyway, so this perspective of being aware, we're most aware of the suffering of the world, we're connected to it. When we have some, when we're in the midst of our own struggle in our lives, when we know somebody, when we can look in the world, and and it's really a problem, I think, in our world to separate out, um, well, to, it's why I, I I'm very grateful in my ministry for the places I'm in touch with the real pain of the world, because when we date ourselves off from those real problems and act like it's just all nice here, so that's fine. That it, it misses, uh, misses the world, misses the heart of God for, uh, for those who are, or suffering. So, this is why we 're praying here. Why do you stand so far off? The more we identify with the plight of those who are suffering and hurt, the more the closer we are to the heart of god and so um
1: <clears throat> it 's also our, our own egotism like all of that all of this is our own flesh too. how it's like uh in arrogance, the wicked hotly pursues the poor it 's like these parts of ourselves. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's also, um, I think Cheryl's touching on the, the, the spiritual battle side of this mm-hmm. that um, um, so if we identify with Christ and are dependent on him through faith, you know, um, we will feel the onslaught of spiritual enemies mm-hmm. and um, we will feel sometimes overwhelmed as though there is no power
0: against them. Um,
2: and the juxtaposition of temporal arrangements and our own interior spiritual life, you know, they, we, we experience that when we feel a little bit uh, on the margins of something. Thus we all a little bit here. So the, the wicked in his pride persecutes the poor. Let them be caught in the plots which they have devised. Um, this is also a, um, A biblical theme let them be caught in the plots that they have devised where um, let the things that they meant to oppose upon the evil or the poor, let that resound back upon them. Like, for example, one biblical story comes to mind is in Esther, the story of Haman. He's devising to eliminate, (laughs) And so he hates this. He hates Mordecai. And he builds a... a
1: platform.
2: Yeah, he yeah. Builds a, he, yeah, he builds yeah. a platform, he but he ends platform. up getting hung on it in himself. Yeah. Once God's plan, um, you know, exposes it. And that's part of the justice of God over time. Um, but when we talk about God standing short, far, uh, far off, we're always dealing with different time horizons, the imminent, the short term, the now. Versus the long term in which the judgments of god are are made manifest, and that's really the the, the central tension of the of the Christian life is this contrast between what is good for the long term
0: mm-hmm.
2: and what will immediately resolve something it's It's caught in the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness mm-hmm. um And you can even see this you know the he persecutes the poor so jesus poor hungry in the desert oh Mm -hmm. want some bread Mm
3: -hmm. hey how about this
2: (laughs) you know and and that's what happens when we become uh but the irony of the wilderness temptation which is the um i think an uh encouragement in our lives of prayer and discipline though jesus seems hungry and alone in the wilderness he's actually fasted and prayed
3: mm-hmm. in
2: preparation for this. So that when we are aware of the battle through our prayer, mm-hmm. we can see no. Mm-hmm. Our problem is we get detached from our prayer. Then, oh yeah, yeah. And we, we go for the immediate and that we have to come back then. And, and and so that's the persecution is the way both that mm-hmm. in, in, in the world in general, those in power can take advantage of those who have none mm-hmm. But also the way in which, in our spiritual lives, when we are weak and impoverished, <coughs> they'll, they'll, they will come in to take advantage as forces of evil, the principalities and powers of a uh, lesson from Colossians said yesterday morning. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Or verse three, "For the wicked boast of his heart's desire.
0: Ah, that's what I want. This is wrong again.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He blesses the greedy and renounces the Lord. There is here a sense, you know,
2: in our, you know, that that just where the world will always lionize those who have, and we ought to get in the habit of, as Christians, of esteeming those who are faithful not merely successful. Doesn't mean that you can't have success without being faithful. Doesn't mean we're, I'm just saying that the world system, it blesses those who are successful. Um, and it and, and, and success can often trump uh, justice. For example, um, I noticed this in sports, which I, I'm a bit of a fan of.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: when a really, really good player, lots of talent, gets in trouble, a little blue, but somehow he finds his way back onto a roster mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in, you know, he's, he's repented he's worked through when a player didn't have much talent, you know, he's like a marginal guy, does the very same thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You never see him again. Mm-hmm. So if, so we, we overlook when it mm-hmm. works for us yeah. and we, and we, um, you know, it was a great redemptive story, but yeah, also because he's leading your team to a championship. Yeah. You're, you know, the, how did this guy over here, you know, could we could we hear about him? You know, but, but no. Can it, we help it just him works out? That
0: yeah.
2: Well. Um. So we have to be be aware of that. Um. He does not seek God. It's a, so his vision is just in in um. And God is as none of his thoughts. So, so the 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 outlook of the wicked, of the forces of evil. We should we should remember this because this is a um, this is a um, meditation on the you know, the nature of of, of the, the spiritual battle. That the forces of evil are always concerned with the temporal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to make you afraid of what's coming up right now to make you uh there's never a larger perspective what's beyond that what how does god how does god's presence inform the way i look at
0: at, at this and
2: that's our temptation to lose sight of, of of how this imminent fits in larger picture and get caught up in in this and that's what happens actually with our um our brains when we are, um, when circumstances kind of move us into a more reactive way of thinking, survival, we're just getting through, and versus the more thoughtful um, prefrontal cortex brain, <laughs> where we can we can we can assess. Oh, and you think about this in your life that, um, in that you, where you like have done something, well I just assume it's uh, maybe you, you guys never, it's never happened to you all soon. Um, where in the moment, of some tense moment, you do something, you know, because you're just like, got some anxieties come, you're you're just trying to get through something, and then like a week later you go, why?
3: Why makes, makes sense? sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because we, because we got caught up in that, which is why the, um, the life of prayer is is a matter of cultivating a sense of God's presence, so we're aware of all. Oh, yeah I'm feeling anxious now. Yeah, this, I, and, and to be aware of and, and to not lose. So sometimes in those um, tension moments, we just have to we have to weather the storm of the temporary. It, there's no way to completely eliminate the intensity of how we feel, but there is a way through prayer. To, to hold on to Christ and, and see those thoughts as temptations yeah. rather than reacting to them mm-hmm. as 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 I got to do this mm-hmm. and to see it and sort of okay don't you know in my mind I, I said don't don't say anything don't do anything
1: agree <laughs> 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 sometimes too I think if I if I if I do manage it's accepting what you don't want to accept yeah that that's a that that's a
2: stumbling block for me yeah and that's that I think that's probably a, a, a that dynamic is a huge source of of the demonic temptation and also our own flesh which is that we have a way we want the world to be
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh it's it's a good plan incident uh-huh. yeah I mean we've we've thought it out Absolutely. It's not we're not, we're not gonna Got a good yeah. plan, yeah. and we bring that to God and we say, Here, my plan, I'd yeah. like you yeah. to baptize my plan, and then all of a sudden God doesn't baptize my plan, it all falls apart. Hmm. And so the question is, can we then um one of these books I like called uh the book, my favorite book last year, which was um, A Quiet Mind to Suffer With.
0: Oh this guy who was that. he yeah.
2: was um mm-hmm. he, he he described this as the world as I would have it. And he, described, and he describes um, the world as I would have it as his hardness of heart.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, if you think about that, the world as I would have it. So so um, entering into willingly the world as it really is mm-hmm. in Christ mm-hmm. is, is the thing that, that brings mm-hmm. us. And that's kind of where the idea that Christ is with us in this it's not resolved what he, he discovered in, his, in his, what he says in his book is that he realized that um, Jesus was not, was not going to take away all of the afflictive thoughts, but he realized two things. He realized that Jesus wasn't afraid of them, mm-hmm. that yeah. Jesus could sit in them with him. And third, most importantly, the thoughts aren't real. Mm-hmm. Their 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 Very emotions, true. their things, they're not real. So when it says well, if, you know, so this you're gonna fight. Like and so yeah, um John Andrew Bryant, A Quiet Mind to Suffer With. Very intense book, so don't read it if you want a little easy reading. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it's But it's called uh,
2: Mental Illness and the Passion mm-hmm. of Christ or something wow. like that. Uh, but but wow. it, it, it the, the, what I like about it is this is the framework we always talk about in contemplative prayer mm-hmm. of, 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 of cultivating a space where um, we hold on to Jesus and, and his idea, therefore, holding on to Jesus and his word to us is trusting in the good news. And what we tend to do with the afflictive thoughts is we hear them and we act on them. It's like we're trusting them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So part of yeah. contemplative prayer is learning to breathe and pray and to see them but mm-hmm. not act on mm-hmm. them and to hold on to Christ and weather that storm of that temporary intensity so as to not not come out of the not to, to take ourselves out of the eternal economy of God where it's, you know he's with us. I um, heard
1: someone say last night that three breaths could change the world. They're talking about students and suicide and they just they teach them to breathe through their anxiety but three breaths could change the world and and it could change us as well if we just don't act don't speak but breathe and and, and
2: specifically for 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 christians um if jesus is emmanuel with us god with us he he's never gone anywhere uh although it it, the so so the, the the breathing and praying is holding on to him in the midst of that, and um,
0: then you then you get
2: see the the problem with with the the um, like even suicidal thoughts you know I digress too much but they're um, they're not um, they're not necessarily illogical in in the in the language of um, you know our our sort of Human experience and sort of immaturity of, you know, it's so a lot of our wounds come from young places. Had a while to protect yourself. Well, in, in an anxious mind, we lose sight of, of the big picture. Well, if I just take my life, I don't have to suffer anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the pain.
0: Right.
2: It, this is a step. It's make, not a complete logic, but it's not if you're living in a bounded world, well, this is all there is. Logical. There's a logic yeah, to it. Yeah. Yeah, there o- is. Only when we only when we can see beyond that can we. So this is why people, th- this is really a problem, I think, for a completely secular world when you you want to, I mean, I think there's plenty right. of just purely secular words to help kids, you know, out of suicidal places. But ultimately, right. you're back into the time-bounded world where it's still a may- it still may not, and there may not be a, a real answer there. I, so apart from the presence is. of Christ, no hope. but but what we're trying to say is, is in our life of prayer, because these prayers are in Christ. They are Christ's prayers, and we are in him praying these prayers in him, and therefore holding on to him, holding on to our, our connection to him. And we can so look at the but the, the wicked and, and the thoughts that come from that um, And there's some people propose that the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness is really more of a thought process.
3: We mm-hmm. think, hey, get the stone, yeah,
2: because we have thoughts like that. Mm-hmm. I see that. I see. that. So that's the contemplative idea. I conceive the thought,
3: mm-hmm.
2: observe the thought, versus when we're. And that's what what, what the idea of contemplation is. Get some distance to observe. If we don't do that, the thought comes, we become reactive, but we become victimized by the thought. It tells us to do this, and we must do it to get out of the pain at any cost. Mm-hmm. So the cultivation of, of contemplative prayer is cultivation of holding on to Christ, seeing, not acting, and that that's a new pattern. We get past it, to the other side, because you look back and you're like, oh, why did he even think about that? Mm-hmm. But in the middle of it, um, there, there's there's a prayer from the Easter vigil that struck me a couple years ago that stayed with me, where uh, we pray uh, in one of the collets, uh grant us to have such reasonableness of mind against the allures of mm-hmm. sin.
0: Mm-hmm. Where we're like, instead of, oh, we're like, that's
2: stupid. If I do this, it's the stupid. We don't lose our thoughtfulness. Mm -hmm. That's what happens in the reactive state. We lose our thoughtfulness. And our
1: voice. I think to our love too, when we're struggling with someone, we can get reactive. And if we stop and spend some time with Jesus, just breathing reminds us of our our love and how love would act.
2: The, the other thing about this, too, is is it relates to the way, I think, some way Christianity is, is, is presented as a fix.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, if your prayer is always to fix or remove all the pain of your life, then you'll always be assessing what God is doing by whether the pain is gone or not. But if... Um, if the point of the spiritual life is really your, our growth into the image of Christ, and yet some we pray that God removes some afflictions, we understand the afflictions of life aren't going anywhere, but rather Christ is with them in those and working in and through those to form us in new ways. So we stop running from pain. Again, I'm balanced here, I'm not talking masochism, <laughs> but I don't care. Even if we get a lot of healing. And get through, It's going to hurt sometimes, yeah. and there's going to be pain you can't run from, where we have to sit with Christ in it, and and kind of discern what he's Okay, what do you what what? You're with me in this, and begin to say Okay, I'm learning to hold on to you more tightly in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. You, we can see begin to see how Jesus, as Lord, rules in the midst of that, and accomplishes His will through the things that are not the world as we would have it. But the world as it is that he is actually bored over.
0: And I think just some of the thoughts that are anxious producing, you find out worry about you
1: at all anyway. Yeah. You would what? They're not about me. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you. Oh. Know? I mean, we have a tendency to make them about. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency yeah, to make right. it about me, and then, and then I have like I think, oh, I need to fix this. I need to do this. Yeah. And that's that, that, and, that. and that, <laughs>
2: that's and that's that, that's sort of the idea of thoughts in general of of letting them be, of seeing mm-hmm. that that anxious thoughtfulness is. Yeah just breathe and let it be mm-hmm. and then you find out it's a whole different thing yeah whole different thing. Yeah, i different.
1: find it though yeah. that the holy spirit yeah. sometimes reframes yeah. it too like you know what if you just did that and it's like oh <laughs> you know there's a reframing but but,
2: but but i think the important thing in a more contemplative frame that reframing you can't do that in the moment so yes well.
1: Yes, so, they so, if you so step, a lot yeah. of
2: get to hold on right. when, we, when we get past yeah. tension moments. We can unpack and realize, okay, here's yeah, that's what we're I talking.
1: mean. Yeah, that's what yeah. You mean by reframing it, Those gets three
2: kind of breaths. breaths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let, let's let's move on to the, the let's move on further on lament against the wicked. Um, so God isn't in his thoughts. His ways are always prospering. That's a, a lament of the psalms. They're always just doing so well. your judgments are far above out of his sight which he can't he can't see them which is an interesting kind of um though they're there and coming as for all his enemies he sneers at them now the point is judgments being out of his sight on one level it's he's not paying attention to god's judgments but it's also another level in which he's acting ignorantly, because yeah. they are there. Yeah. And he's sneering at his enemies. He has said in his heart, I shall never, I shall not be moved. I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and oppression. Under his tongue is trouble and iniquity, a completely temporal focus. He sits in the lurking places of the village. We can think about this in life for prayer, where the evil. Lurks in the quiet places things. of our life, mm-hmm. where he know, where they know um, the wiles of the evil one knows where our vulnerability is. So, okay, you know, okay, just we'll, we'll, we'll let you be over here, but over we get up down down the, down the alleyway. Exactly. Yeah. He sits in the lurking places of the villages, in the secret places, he murders the innocent. His eyes are secretly fixed on <laughs> helpless. It's interesting so that the, those who are easiest to take advantage of those who who have the least resistance um it, of course it's interesting here that because this is an epitome of evil that it it does um provide a, a stark contrast with what we're with what we're meditating on with god he's the father the fatherless he sees the needy but the but the wicked um would take advantage of them. It
1: seems like the psalmist, too, he like he talks about his mouth under his tongue. He sits, he eyes, he lies. And he catches, he crouches. He, yeah. he does all these mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. physical exactly. things.
2: <clears throat> he lies in waits secretly as a lion in his tent. He lies in wait to catch the poor. He catches the poor when he draws him into his net. So this is a very this is a very sort of jungle imagery here. Well, yeah, very and, uh, um,
0: visual.
2: He crouches, he lies low, that the helpless may fall, may fail by his strength. He has said in his heart, God has forgotten, he hides his face, he will never see. So that kind of is our shift there through verse 11, mm-hmm. to shift into then the prayer. Um but this is all the meditation on, on the evil as he perceives himself. And as he's, uh, and now the, 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 but the, the prayer of, of, of God's people is asking God to arise. Oh Lord, Oh God, lift up your hands,
0: your hand, do
2: not forget the humble. Why did the wicked renounce God? He has said in his heart, You will not require account. Now, this is a prayer for judgment. And so we should understand um, that when uh, we pray in the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, these are the kind of things that we're talking about. Come and make right all that is wrong. Arise. And 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 fix it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I like the the, the verse uh, fourteen. But you have seen.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> it's this where it gets back to the eyes um, uh, secretly, up in verse eight, in you know, where the wicked is sitting, lurking places, but. His eyes are secretly fixed on the helpless, a very narrow focus of taking the to the most vulnerable. But God is in, in heaven and he um, He is seen. He sees the wicked doing this. In the big view, the yeah, overarching view. And I guess that if we wanted to, uh, you know, admit of, of the complaint, so God sees, but he doesn't always intervene. Mm-hmm to stop it and that's the complaint
1: because mm-hmm. of it's forbearance.
2: and so um why do you stand afar off but or <laughs> my god my god why have you forsaken me mm-hmm. so so the narrative of the cross tells us that um god does see god is with his people but the horizon of of that uh justification or justice um, will not be merely temporal it may not be merely in the world that, that, that the wicked live in and so the resurrection um, takes place in a sense in time but also in a sense beyond the time of this world because Jesus rises on the the eighth day of the week, or the first day of the new week, the new creation, and I think that this this sense of time, the way the time of the kingdom is beyond the time of this world, helps to inform why it is that no one recognizes Jesus—that you can, in, in the risen Christ—that that only those who enter into the mm-hmm. kingdom through faith can see him in it, and can, and so through faith. We um, we live in the kingdom now that we can see, and we you know, we're gathering and we worship and we pray. And people are like, "What are
1: you Because the no, they don't see.
2: But this is but this is the place where justice is done. And so the image of the church at prayer, um, I think probably an image that we ought to spend some time thinking about. It's in Revelation chapter four and five, where John is called to come up here. He sees the the 24 elders around the throne worshiping. And then as Revelation is on, they're offering golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And the essential point of, of revelation, apart from this particular manifestation in the first century, is that um, in response to the prayers of the saints, the judgments of god come he takes the he takes the bolts and throws them down on the land and now he's going to answer his people's prayers for vindication so sometimes we feel helpless under the you know the evil in the world but the people of god are most powerful when they gather together to pray to offer their prayers to god and, and god who will vindicate There's great power in that because we're because in a sense, the church is already in that heavenly place Mm -hmm. in prayer. We're already living in the kingdom. The St. Paul says that we've been raised up and made to sit in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus already ruling with Christ because we already have a life that 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 can't be taken away by the wicked even if they do take the physical life away. And that's always been the witness of martyrdom, is the witness that nothing here that the wicked can actually do, he has no power to take away the vindication and life that Christ has given. Um, and that's, I think, in, in in our lives of prayer, we have to be conscious of that um, and, and hold on to him and not, be pulled away into some temporal thing we need um, and to lose sight of of the vindication we already have. So, um,
0: So God is seen.
2: And he observes, you observe trouble and grief, verse 14, to repay it by your hand. The helpless commits himself to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness until you find none. This is the posture of the church in prayer. In the midst of evil is Lord you judge. Now this is why we're called to not take justice into our own hands. Because to, to, to pray in Christ is to remain blameless and innocent. Mm-hmm. Only in the blameless, innocent state could God vindicate us. So we're waiting for him, and that's a temptation to, like, not wait for him. Just one punch. we got to do something. Do yeah. something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, that does not mean that um, we're unconcerned about justice or that right. powers that be should not punish what is wrong or that if we are in a position of authority, we shouldn't work to... It it just means that um, we are not called to take on our own hands the administration of justice. Mm-hmm. And emotional health, this is part of our spiritual growth. It's a hard thing because we, yeah, yeah, we all know that's true. But, you know, that person who really hurt me, mm-hmm. I still have this tendency to want to get back. And, you know, growth in our life for prayer, we'll, we'll be able to let go to, um, and I, I think part of that is um, acknowledging, and this is due what the Psalms, think are really important, acknowledging that my experience in the world has caused certain real pain, and whoever he is, or she is, might have been part of the agency of that. But I, but rather than focusing on them, I focus on my experience, which can be the the, the opportunity for Christ to come in. So I suffered something that was difficult. I'm in pain. I feel victimized. I want to get back. I'm stuck there. I'm a slave because that person who hurt me is determining what I do as I try to get back at him. So the idea of realizing that, that there's a pain there that we experience and rather than turning in as someone else in vengeance, if we can look to... To turn to Christ and experience His presence in the midst of that, His healing, unifying our own experience with His cross, and um, then it takes a new it can it can occupy a new place in our story. That um, rather than being the thing that took away from me the world as I would have it, it can now become a launching point for Christ to come in and move me forward in a new way. So this becomes now a part of a, of a of a story of redemption, just as on Easter Jesus shows the scars, and they're no longer oh gosh, he got killed by this bad people no he's moved beyond that now that's the death that atones for for um for the sins of the world and now now the, Jesus doesn't get up doesn't rise on Sunday now there's a judgment coming on those who crucify him, but but that will happen as due time. Jesus is free from them. And whenever we think, I have a dear friend that's so motivated to do something about the world condition and about the the antichrist that <laughs> moves among us.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I just see it more and more. It's such a waste of time and mm-hmm. energy because he's not building the kingdom of God here. and. And the more we can be freed of the bondage of doing that, the more we can be freed up. Time yes. To yes, redemption. Yeah, yes. The, the need to respond to mm-hmm. the evil with something to stop <laughs> it, yeah. as opposed to holding on to Christ and 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 letting God take care of that and living in Christ in joy. And again, if we have, if our role mm-hmm. is to have him arrested and put him in jail because he commit be a crime, by all means, do that. But if it's if if it is as it usually is situations where we can't do anything about it.
0: But that also could be a slippery slope for that
2: person in, in position, like what you're talking about, because it goes too far with the vengeance part. Yeah, that, that's, you know, you're, you're dealing, you're, you have to tread lightly on Yeah, it. that's true. And we have a world that loves vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> and we have to be careful, somebody says, it's, 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 it's uh, so anyway, so we, so, so that's, that's, um, The posture of prayer that we we ask God, God has seen, um, break the arm of this, accomplish your will in your good time as we pray
0: and trust in you.
2: Verse 16, the Lord is king forever and ever. Now, this is something that's really significant because we say Jesus is Lord. Do we really believe that we, do we believe that Jesus? So if Jesus is Lord, if he's in control, it means the world is exactly how, he, how he's ordained it to be. That's a hard
1: hard sometimes. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't and to it, my, <laughs> to,
2: to, to microcosm it, it means He's exa- we're exactly where he wants us to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the question is, how do I enter more fully into his life and be more faith my witness mm-hmm. rather than staying all my time trying to be somewhere other than I am or make, or, or make the world something other than it is. And it's, it's, uh, it's a meditation that I've had a little bit um, since a couple of years ago on Good Friday. I just realized this is a really bad way to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this sucks, <laughs> but this is the way of saving the world. So when we, when we come into our own experience of life, sometimes there's pain. This is the way Christ is saving the world. God is with us. Emmanuel is here with us in our actual lives as they are, not in our ideal lives as we would have them be. And that involves a certain surrender to okay. Okay. What are you calling me to do now? And most of us have a little subtle shift of, yeah, I'll surrender, but I've got a pretty good idea <laughs> of sure what, what, right what right I should that? do. Even <laughs> the surrendering, you know, you know that oh, you're going to do this, right? You're going you're to make this go that way. <laughs> yeah,
1: because um, yeah. I did my part. Yeah, I did my part. Yeah, you do Even
2: service. a 60% surrender, a little bit, a, a minority portion of my life that, you, that I can hold on to. Um, so the Lord is king, remembering, oh, God is really in control. And sometimes the chaos of evil around us makes us, oh, is the Lord control? No, it's not, it's not true. Lord is king forever and ever. The nations have perished out of his land. He is driving out of his kingdom that which is evil. And... Even the um, have perished, this is something that's significant, I think, from a Christian perspective, that um, the definitive thing that has set the world right has already happened. Cross cross. and resurrection of our Lord. So (laughs) it is what Jesus said. Remember, now is the prince of this world judged. So with the cross... The evil has been judged. All this uh, is just a, a frantic gasp of a defeated power. Hmm. Um,
3: it's almost a shadow.
2: Yeah. And, and yet it looks, it looks like that when the true nature of it is, is revealed, it'll be seen as small. And yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. Conversely, when the light that is in each of us is fully revealed, there'll be a glory that will share with the risen Christ we see, say, in Revelation 1. In contrast, what he looked look like on Good Friday?
1: What we're going to look like, right? <laughs> so, so here is faith.
2: I think this is the faith. So, so verse 17, Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. Do we trust that God has heard and God is going to accomplish his will? And, and uh, truth is, we, we do, for a minute, grab it back. <laughs> That's right. There go, grab it yeah. back. Yeah. But underneath that is essential trust. You will prepare their heart, for you will cause your ear to
0: hear. And, hmm. and the
2: purpose is to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth may oppress no more. So the justice of God is, is and, and he's done that, and he is doing that. And part of the faith in which we live, and you see this in the joy that the New Testament church exemplifies, is that they understand that no matter what, even when Peter and John are arrested and beaten, Acts tells us that they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they have been counted worthy to suffer, mm-hmm. not because, like, oh, gosh, this pain's so great, but because in identifying with Christ in his suffering, they know they have the share in the triumph. And so understanding the victory in the midst of it is really significant, that God is going to. He already has overthrown the evil, and it, that verdict will become clearer in our lives as we just hold on to him. And, and that's the essential point of the life of prayer. And I think the, the the problem with the life of prayer that way is it requires a lot of patience and perseverance. In yeah. a world where we wanna make something happen, okay, what are we gonna do? We pray today, pray tomorrow. You see God's judgments unfold in that, mm-hmm. in that uh, slow and consistent way.
1: I'm reading N.T. Wright's um, translation of the New Testament. And it's really interesting because, you know, we hear rejoice, rejoice but he translates it celebrate, you know, it's like he keeps saying celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. So we need to celebrate.
2: And you're, what we're celebrating is the possession of the eternal verdict yeah. right now, even though in the midst of the other. And, and I think it's right to, 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 to hold on to that to hold, and to the joy of that. So uh, it's something that, um, it is a notable thing, for Christians to cultivate joy, that that that's a compelling witness. Mm-hmm. when you see, I think I think it's a problem in our world where where they're so often angry or agitated or yelling mm-hmm. or screaming. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> well, you don't really know what what, what trouble we're in, <laughs> <laughs> you have joy. You know, yeah. I yeah.
1: notice a lot of joy among Christians. You know, we yeah. laugh a lot. We well, I think that's we know true. Know I, I love think love I it. think there's a contrast between that. sort
2: of the, the macro the more publicized, you know, Christians who are over-involved with certain things, mm-hmm. but Christians I know, yeah, we get together, we, mm-hmm. Joke, you know, people wow. know there's some, there's a life that's <laughs> yeah. worth, that's worth yeah. celebrating, so.
1: And love, you know. Well, I was gonna say, it's in the, it's in uh, the litany, that the lowest, yeah, the mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Okay, well, there we did Psalm 10, and maybe we'll do 11 and 12 next time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I In keep. I, day. Day. I think we will get two, but we never do. So. Well, we could
3: maybe do eleven
2: and 13 they You're both short.
3: The twelfth is about. Oh, yeah. The twelfth is Well, that's <laughs> sort of anyway, Right. right.
2: Let us pray. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face to shine upon us. Be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace this day and forevermore.
1: Oh, Amen. Good stuff.
2: You with you all? Susan, good to see you. I you came in. Uh, Griselda, Mimi, Jim, Phyllis,
0: good to be with you.